Episode 98, The Video Toolbox Show. Today, I share my toolbox of gear, software, and iOS apps that I use to make all of my videos. And you are listening to episode number 98 of Mike Murphy Unplugged. Learn, create, move forward. I am your host, Mike Murphy. I'm a one-man band. I'm a technology junkie. I love helping people figure things out, and I am really excited to be here with you today. The goal of Mike Murphy Unplugged, it's to help you learn what you need to know in order to create online content so you can move forward in business and in life. Welcome to episode number 98. Wow, incredible. So close to triple digits. Today, it's the video toolbox because on a regular basis, I am asked, What is my favorite tool for making videos? Or what piece of software do I use for all of my videos? The reality is there is no easy answer for that because I use an array of gear and programs on my Mac and iPhone to make nearly every video. And it really all depends on what the video needs. So today I'm gonna sort it all out for you. I'll provide tips and tricks along the way and insights for why I use particular programs over another. It may feel like a little bit of an information overload, I really want you to leave today though with a big picture view of how I get video jobs done on an overview level and then give you specifics of the gear and software that I use on a regular basis. I'm going to try to keep everything as simple as humanly possible, but as you're about to learn, there is a lot that goes into video production and editing. This is the main reason why you need to get started today and practice your skills if you want to be relevant as a content creator, and I know you do. Don't worry about remembering all the resources mentioned today as everything is going to be listed in the show notes at mikemurphy.co forward slash EP98. The resources, I will break them down by software that I use on my MacBook Pro, apps that I use on my iOS devices, and gear that I use to capture audio and video. So in today's episode 98, to make it as simple to understand yet detailed enough to help you really understand my process and the tools that I use for video, I broke it down into the four major types of video that I make on a regular basis, which are one, daily quick tips and tutorials, two, gear and how-to videos, three, animations for marketing and products, and four, vlog and on-location style videos. Okay, let's take a look inside of the Mike Murphy Video Toolbox for this episode 98. One, the daily quick tips and tutorials. So every day since November 1st, 2016, I have uploaded a video every single day and the majority of them have been quick tip or tutorial related to podcasting, content creation, personal branding, business, etc. Pretty much everything that I do in my business, I make in a daily quick tip. The gear that I use for my screencasting tutorials are primarily my MacBook Pro is the workhorse, my Logitech C920 webcam that I use to record myself, I use my Shure SM7B microphone. I also use my iPhone or my iPad as much as possible. And I use an iCan LED light and I use a smaller fill light made by the same company that I keep on my desk. Really basic stuff. The software that I use for my daily quick tips and tutorials for screen capturing, that's what I use to record my screen and my iOS devices. I use a combination of ScreenFlow and Camtasia to record my MacBook and my iOS screens. The reason why I use both is that I find ScreenFlow to be more stable when recording iOS devices and the quality of webcam is much better on ScreenFlow. So unfortunately, I use ScreenFlow for the same functions that Camtasia is capable of, but Camtasia seems to crash a lot on me, so it's kind of a workaround. It's a little bit of a pain, but it does work. 
I export everything from ScreenFlow and then I edit and add all the zooms and the text and all the doodads in Camtasia because I find it so much more enjoyable and easier to edit in Camtasia than I do in ScreenFlow. That's just my personal preference. For talking head footage of me behind my desk or for simple B-roll, I use the Logitech C920 webcam as mentioned above. The camera shoots 1080p video, which is high definition. It records right into ScreenFlow and Camtasia via USB cable, so it's much more convenient than using my DSLR camera. Quick side tip for webcams. Even though the Logitech C920 and most webcams were designed to rest on the laptop or on top of your computer, I do not recommend that as it picks up vibrations or shakes as you type or as you move the laptop. I recommend getting a mini tripod or maybe a portable boom arm that you would use for a microphone. I keep mine on a Manfrotto pivot arm that clamps right to my desk. It allows me to pivot from side to side and it has a ball head on top so I can get the angle exactly how I want. Side tip number two on webcams. If your webcam does not come with software that allows you to manually control settings such as exposure, contrast, white balance, there are some great apps on the Apple Store that will do this for you and I highly recommend it. I use webcam settings. I paid $7.99 for it on the App Store. For graphics and thumbnails that I use in every video, it's none other than my trusty Photoshop, which is always working on my computer. I use it for everything, but I always use it for my YouTube and my video thumbnails and many other graphic needs. If you are not a subscriber to the Adobe Creative Cloud or Photoshop is not your thing, I can highly recommend using Canva.com. The designs are excellent. You can do pretty much everything you need to for graphics on Canva.com. As for my iOS devices, iPhone, iPad Pro, I use and love Adobe Draw. This is a mobile app, part of the Adobe Creative Cloud. It's on my iPad Pro. I draw all the icons and all the gear and small graphics that I use in my videos. I draw them on my iPad Pro, and then I export them right into Photoshop, which is awesome. I record the screens of both my iPhone and my iPad using ScreenFlow when I have a mobile tip. And when I want to transfer the videos from my MacBook Pro to my iPhone for my daily uploads to Instagram, I use AirDrop. And that's pretty much all it takes to make a 60 second daily quick tip video. Laptop, webcam, microphone, iPhone, iPad, ScreenFlow, Camtasia, Photoshop, Adobe Draw, and all the other ancillary items that go in. But as complicated as it sounds, it's actually quite simple and I have these down to a pretty efficient workflow. Okay, moving on to number two, gear and how-to videos. These are for more involved videos or tutorials, such as the ones on the beach or demonstrating gear, or my really important videos, such as the corn on the cob tutorial. The gear I use primarily for these is my DSLR camera, the Canon T5i. I try to use my iPhone 6 to record as much footage as possible just because it's so much easier and the quality is good. And I always like to have my GoPro doing a time lapse. For audio, when I'm using my big boy DSLR camera, I use the Rode Link Filmmaker Kit. This is a wireless lavalier system that's really easy and just allows me to record right into my camera without having to be tethered. I use natural light whenever possible, mostly because I don't like to carry lights or I like to look better, but I do have a couple really small portable LED lights by iCan. And when I'm using my iPhone on the DJI Osmo, the gimbal that I have, I use this really small light by Manfrotto. It's like 50 bucks, but puts out a ton of light. I end up using this one quite a bit now. The software that I use for these videos, my primary editing tool for video in general is Adobe Premiere Pro. Those are for all the videos I shoot in my DSLR camera or anything besides just my screencasting stuff. Premiere Pro is the best video editor for most jobs. I use Camtasia and ScreenFlow for the smaller jobs, but Premiere is the one that I use when I'm really putting together a video. And tip, if you are on a Mac and don't subscribe to the Adobe Creative Cloud, 
I think iMovie is a great option. It's much easier to learn than Premiere right out of the get-go. It comes with pre-built templates to make your videos look great, and it's a good learning tool. If you can edit video in one video editor, jump into another one. It's just a matter of learning the bells and whistles. And the other software that I use for these more in-depth tutorials, Photoshop, Audition, After Effects, they usually play a supporting role in most every video that I make at some point or another. And my secret weapon from Adobe that I use to export all of my bigger videos is Adobe Media Encoder. Which for all of you that do subscribe to the Adobe Creative Cloud, you really should get familiar with Adobe Media Encoder. It is a real time saver. It's a great tool to speed up your workflow. Its sole function is to export your videos into the proper format that you need. But what's great about it is if you're in After Effects or Premiere and you use a media encoder, you can start the export process and go right back to editing. It doesn't disrupt anything. Okay, let's move on to the third category of videos that I make. Animations for marketing and products. This is the fun stuff. The videos I'm referring to here include my weekly podcast promotion videos, which tend to be quite wacky and filled with special effects and music and all sorts of things flying around. And then I make videos to promote products such as my t-shirts or those that have characters in them, which I made a lot for last year's holiday gift guide. I have a few digital products for sale, such as animated business cards and social media ads. And I'm working on a whole line of how-to video guides for podcasters and content creators. And these will all be animated in style. Not quite explainer videos, but very similar. The primary tool that I use when I'm using anything that requires keyframes and making animations is Adobe After Effects. After Effects is amazing. I still consider myself very much in the learning stage as I self-taught it to myself towards the end of last year, but it is slowly becoming one of my absolute favorite tools. Now I feel like I only scratched the surface in After Effects, but it is a really powerful tool in my video toolbox. For the videos that use characters, or the mini mic as I like to call them, I use Adobe Character Animator, which is quite fun and part of the Adobe Creative Cloud. And I'm not gonna list my entire workflow of animations, but rarely can I do everything in one program. So I'm still gonna use Photoshop, Adobe Media Encoder, along with all the footage and video that I use to composite the animations. There's no way around it. There are a lot of moving parts to making videos. If your head is not spinning yet and you're still with me, I'm gonna finish up with the last category in the toolbox, and that is vlog and on-location videos, or lifestyle videos. I do not have a vlog, really, but I do create Instagram stories, which are vlog in nature, and I do have a dedicated mobile kit that is ideal for vlogging. I try to use my mobile kit as much as possible. I want things to be as simple and easy to create, yet still give me good quality. For more documentary and promotional videos, such as my recent one-man band video, I use much of the same kit that I use in number two, where I talked about the more in-depth tutorials and gear videos. So my mobile or my vlog bag consists of the Manfrotto Pixie Mini Tripod. I don't go anywhere without that. And I also always bring the Photo Sidekick 360, which holds my iPhone. I usually have my GoPro in my mobile kit. And one of my absolute favorite tools when I'm using my iPhone for video is the DJI Osmo. My dad got me this for Christmas last year, and this is a game changer for getting really good quality iPhone videos. For mobile audio, my favorite device now is the Rode Video Micro. This is a $50 mini shotgun mic, and the quality is awesome, and it's easy and small. So my lifestyle and promotion kit that I use to make the one-man band videos, I use my big boy camera, the Canon T5i. I always have my iPhone, GoPro. I use the Rode Link wireless microphone kit, and I always have my Zoom 8.6 and my Rode NTG3 for ambient recording when I want to add some depth and interest to my videos. Little side tip, one of the biggest challenges of shooting videos on location or on the go is power. Always have more backup batteries than you think you need. My favorite rechargeable AA batteries are the Eneloop batteries, 
And my favorite portable battery chargers that I use to charge my iPhone and my iPad on the go are made by Anker, A-N-K-E-R. When I get back home and process everything, I'm using everything pretty much in the Adobe Creative Cloud. Premiere will be the main editor. After Effects I use for titles and effects. I use Audition if I really need to sweeten the audio. I use Photoshop, of course, for any of the graphics. And then I use Adobe Media Encoder 100% of the time now to export my videos when I'm using Premiere or Adobe After Effects. I do not do much in terms of video editing on my iPhone. I have a few apps, but I don't use them to edit on the go that much. But I can tell you that Adobe Spark, Adobe Clip, and Apple Clips are great tools to have on your iPhone. I really like Filmora. This is an app that's free that's really powerful video editor. If you really need to do something on the go with your video, I will also jump into iMovie on my iPhone if I just need to make a cut on a video or something that I already have on my iPhone. And if you want a great app, to record video, check out Filmic Pro, F-I-L-M-I-C Pro, excellent recording app for iPhones. And lastly, but definitely not least, I'll mention the music or soundtracks that I use in my video. Go check out episode 85 for a full breakdown of music resources, but I have recently started getting music from a website called artlist.io. It is $199 a year for unlimited music downloads. I definitely thought twice before I signed up for this, but the reason I did is that they all can be commercially used. The music is unbelievably high quality. The site is always being updated with fresh new music, and the selection is pretty impressive. You can get that really high quality sound, and I don't have to worry about buying individual tracks. I still use plenty of free resources. I love using freesound.org or bensound.com and the YouTube's built-in library on the back end of my YouTube channel is a great option. It's easy and the selection's decent. And if you are trying to up your video game on YouTube, go check out epidemicsound.com. It's $15 a month for unlimited downloads as well. And it's very hip and vlog style, but you are kind of limited to a YouTube license, which is why I went with Artlist over Epidemic Sound. Okay, wrap up time. So for those of you who ask me what tool, as in singular, do I use for video, now you know. The only video that is easy to make, or I should say that requires the least amount of tools and resources, are those that you take with your mobile device and you just press upload, whether it's to YouTube or to Facebook Live. And honestly, I encourage this, and it's why I love doing Instagram stories. I get to practice telling stories, vlog style, and there is no need to edit, I just upload. The reality is most of the videos that you're going to be making for your business and brand is going to require some type of editing. So you need to get used to these programs. They're all very similar. Once you know how to edit videos in one program, you can easily go to the other videos, but you do have to start learning how. So today I covered four top level categories of videos that I most often make. One, daily quick tips and tutorials. Two, gear and how-to videos. Three, animations for marketing and products. And four, vlog or mobile videos. While it seemed like I just listed a massive amount of hardware and software, there is a lot of overlap. But a video is a big part of your strategy, which it should be. And you are a one-man band or a one-woman band. You need to put in the work and the time to be able to use the tools because it does require tools to make video. I stay primarily in the Adobe Creative Cloud ecosystem for the majority of my creative work but I am constantly jumping from one piece of software to the next as there is no easy button in video. That's the reality. But that being said, I don't want you to leave today discouraged or thinking that you need to get a whole bunch of gear or software to make videos. That's not the case. In fact, I'm a big proponent of doing as much as you possibly can with your iPhone or with your mobile devices. I like to keep things as simple and as easy as possible. 
The easier you make it to create and edit on yourself, the more likely you're gonna publish on a more consistent and regular basis. The easiest way by far, and something that I really recommend to get started, is to record video with your iPhone or your webcam, either as live streaming on Facebook or YouTube Live, or as a talking head video, and just upload it directly to Facebook or YouTube. If you wanna make something more interesting, start off with iMovie. It's a great option. It comes with some pre-made color grades and effects that is gonna make your videos look great right out of the gate. And if you are an Adobe Creative Cloud subscriber, you have some of the best video tools on the planet in Adobe Premiere, After Effects, Media Encoder, Audition, Photoshop, Character Animator, et cetera, et cetera. Everything discussed today as usual will be in the show notes. And just as an FYI, I have all of my gear now organized on a great website called kit.com. You can check that out at mikemurphy.co forward slash gear. We'll bring it to my kit page. Pretty awesome site. And the show notes for today will be at mikemurphy.co forward slash EP98. And while you're on the website, be sure to sign up for my mailing list if you haven't already done so. And I thank you for joining me today. I hope you join my one man band. And together, we can learn, create, and move forward. Cheers.